Since 2009, SharesPost has been a leader in the secondary market for private company shares. With its network of 44,000 accredited investors and 150,000 members, SharesPost has transacted in more than 190 private companies. Whether you're an investor or a shareholder looking for liquidity, SharesPost has a solution for you. Visit us at SharesPost.com. Equity Shot, the long-awaited Dropbox IPO filing is here. And our special guest is Aaron Levy, the CEO of Box. Happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a really happy Friday until all of a sudden someone dropped a bomb into my schedule. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it was, but someone decided today was the day. You know, I've noticed that a lot of IPO filings happen on Fridays. I, I think actually usually later in the week, which is usually when IPOs happen as well. So maybe we should just like start blocking out our calendar on Thursdays and Fridays because either there's going to be an IPO or an IPO filing. But uh, this is a juicy one. And really, I mean, we knew it was coming, but I was wondering, is it going to be Dropbox or Spotify first? Because they're both supposed to be late March or early April for their IPO. Looks like Dropbox beat Spotify to it. So hopefully they have a good debut because we know about IPO windows and everyone watches that. I'm just glad we got Dropbox first because Spotify to me is far less interesting. We've been talking about the Dropbox IPO, I feel like every year since, I don't know, 2014 or something like that. So <laughs> I think this... even longer. It's like always on the top of those lists, like most anticipated tech IPO of the year, like five years in a row. So. And finally, you know, here, <laughs> so it's here. here we are. And it, my, my first thought is pretty good. Uh, the revenue number is higher than expected. I think it was in line with your expectations. Yeah, I, I had been asking around forever with sources. <laughs> um, I didn't break the story, but I knew it was coming. I, I wasn't sure exactly when it was coming, but I was heard, heard that the first half of this year and I'd heard around a billion in revenue. It turns out it's 1.1 billion in revenue for last year. Uh, this was up from 845 million the year before and 604 million before that. So it's growing fast. Um, actually, like I'm a little surprised that they're still losing money because I had heard such great things from people close to the company because, you know, they've really been touting how they're cash flow <laughs> positive since 2016, but they're not profitable. They lost nearly $112 million last year, but their margins have significantly improved because that compares to a loss of $210 million in 2016 and $326 million for 2015. Yes. So it's definitely substantial better, but not great. Well, I, I, the, the caveat here is that if you take out share-based compensation, they still lost money in 2016. But if you do that in 2017, their 165 million in share-based comp is greater than their gap net loss. So, on an adjusted basis, they should have positive EPS going into their lives as a public company. Now, adjusted is not a good word. It's kind of a four-letter word in uh, accounting, if you ask me. But it's definitely uh, better than most SaaS companies when they do go public. And of course, Dropbox is older and more mature, so this is expected. But I yeah, think it's been around since 2007. It's been around for so long, I forgot when it was born. I had to look it up. That's how <laughs> old this company is. But um, since you were definitely, like a child, literally a child. <laughs> uh, since I was 18, yes, that's the number you're looking for. Um, but yeah, the the cool thing is on the margin point. If you look at their uh, cost of revenue in 2016, Dropbox spent 391 million dollars. Uh, essentially just providing its service. Now, in 2017, that went down to just $369 million. So it cost less money to run Dropbox's business 
from a kind of technical cost of revenue side, well, the revenue expanded 31%. That's an insanely good uh, margin expansion there. That's really, really cool to see. You don't see that very often in any company. And Yeah, actually, one thing that I thought was interesting is that they only have 11 million paying customers out of 500 million registered users. And that's registered, that's not necessarily active users, but regardless, it's just a really small percentage are paying for the service. But their ARPU, which we love talking about <laughs> on the show, average revenue per user is $111.91, which looks amazing compared to Snapchat, which we were just talking about. Like $1.50 or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah, but um, so, I mean, but I don't know that it's that amazing, like, for, compared to an enterprise business or anything like that. But it, it, I don't know. It's it, They're making money off of their users, their very small percentage of users that pay. 2.2%. But here's here, uh, one thing I haven't yet fully sussed out of this is how to think about Dropbox as a company and who they target. Because we talk a lot about Box as a competitor. Box is really an enterprise solution. And then OneDrive and Google Drive on the corporate side are enterprise-facing thing. Dropbox still has a lot of uh, users from just kind of the regular people base. And so I'm curious how we can kind of figure out best the revenue split between uh, regular people like you and I and large-scale enterprises. Because Dropbox has been working to grow its enterprise-facing business. It has, and that's uh, partly what Box has excelled at. Box is smaller in terms of valuation and, and market cap now, but they have really focused on appealing to Fortune 500 clients and all that instead of uh, – Dropbox has, was for a while really more consumer facing, and I think really still is. Uh, but the money is in enterprise; those are the clients that will pay you the most. And so it's been in Dropbox's best interest to to double down on that. But they don't just compete with Box in their filing; they acknowledge that they compete with products offered by Amazon, Apple, <laughs> Google, and Microsoft. And in the content collaboration market with products offered by Atlassian, Google, and Microsoft. And they, they claim they compete with Box on a more limited basis, which is interesting because people are always comparing Box and Dropbox, but that, they're downplaying that. That's some shade right there against yeah. Box, which is which is fine. Corporations are not exactly known for being polite. But I mean, calling Dropbox a productivity tool strikes me as a bit of a stretch because they do have some productivity tooling, but I mean, it's nowhere near kind of an office competitor. I mean, Google has an actual suite of productivity solutions on top of Google Drive, whereas Dropbox is still mostly a storage provider. Now, albeit a very sophisticated one with a lot of cool tools, but that's still kind of what it is. Uh, and it's worked out for them. I mean, looking backwards in time, uh, in 2016, Dropbox had free cash flow of $137 million, roughly. And then in 2017, they had free cash flow of $305 million. Hot dang. That's yeah, I impressive. Mean, it, it's good to go public while you're growing. It's good to go public also while there's room for growth. So they actually might be playing it just right because they have a lot of opportunity to grow in the enterprise area since they didn't double down on that until recently. So that that is one thing that I do think investors will like. They will definitely like the improving financials, both top line and bottom line. So it's, it's actually looking like... A, things that I would think that the market would be happy with. But what we don't know is they've raised it a $10 billion valuation. And uh, that's one thing that people are going to watch. People love to watch that because that means the late stage investors, if it if it is less than $10 billion, that they're underwater, that they might not be making any money anytime soon. It also is bad for the employees who join later at the company. I mean, for the early employees and the early investors, they make a ton of money no matter what happens here. But uh, some of the other people who got 
in a little later in the game are going to be watching that that metric. Uh, also, so actually, can I just jump in mm-hmm. quickly on that point? So I did uh, some of the math. I ground boxes current trailing price sales multiple according to Yahoo Finance is six point six two. Now, if you take that same multiple and put it against Dropbox's twenty seventeen revenue, it's worth seven point four billion. But I think because it's bigger and I think it's a slightly higher growth rate, I think it'll probably get a slight premium. So add one x to that just for the sake of discussion, eight point five billion valuation, which puts it fifteen percent off if it's 10 billion but it's kind of close it's not four you know so i i think that it can get kind of close to that and if you can paint a really great growth story it may actually come out flat now that's optimistic and i'm not making an actual prediction but i can kind of see how the math bears out yeah i mean i think if you're look if you're forward looking with dropbox and if you think that their trajectory is going to continue and they're going to continue to improve their financials that they may get a higher multiple than what you would normally expect uh, but I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball because a lot of weird things happen around IPO pricing and yes. the market doesn't always do what anyone thinks it's going to do. But uh, one thing that did stand out is uh, Sequoia Capital, uh, which is an early investor. I know Brian Schreier. He's been closely involved with the company for a while. They own 23.2% of the overall shares outstanding. So they own like a quarter of the company, which is a lot. It, that... It's a lot. I mean, if it's a, if it's a $10 billion IPO, then that means it's $2.5 billion that they own right there. That's $2.5 billion more than I currently own of anything. Uh, that's insane. I'm, I'm, I'm curious how much money they had to put in to maintain that that cut of the company over time. Because it wasn't just their first couple of investments. They've had to pay pro rata as they've gone along. Um, but that's staggering. Who's number two in the uh, competitive uh Well, in terms, in terms of VCs, Excel owned 5% overall. So a distant second, but still a large stake, still great for Excel. Um, then founder and CEO, or co-founder and CEO, Drew Houston owned twenty five point three percent of the company. So he what? was the he was the largest stake of all. So Drew is worth a lot of money. <laughs> I, I hate I hate to admit it, but kind of jealous. Yeah, his other yeah. his other co-founder owned less, more closer to to ten percent. But <laughs> hey, you know I don't feel that bad for him. I What's think a billion like, between like, friends? I mean, yeah, a billionaire, you know, versus two billionaire. I mean, at a certain point, you just run out of ideas on what to do with your money. Right? Oh, I've got a few. Um, <laughs> now, this is the first Y Combinator IPO. I think there's been yes. some chatter on Twitter about that. I yes. think that's correct. And also, it's not even the first, but it came out of TechCrunch. Yes. It launched at TechCrunch at the back in the day. TC50 before yeah, it was TC before Disrupt. Before Disrupt or Battlefield or, or all of that, before any of us ever worked at TechCrunch or probably barely even knew what it was because it was the early days of TechCrunch. But Dropbox is one of the startups that competed we have we have these competitions at TechCrunch where uh, it's actually gotten very competitive to even enter the competition where we have thousands of startups i don't even know the exact number who are applying to uh, present on stage in, at our events and in, in front of investors and we give we have winners and all that but Dropbox was in one of the early iterations of this contest. So I, I went to either the TC40 or the TC50 back when I was a teen. Uh, so <laughs> I, I theoretically could have been there. I definitely saw it when Mint launched. I forget if that was the same year. And I also was there when Mint got sold. Kind of a crazy, crazy saga. And um, Next, which went public exactly. last year, was also one of these companies. So really big wins for, for companies that uh, are associated with TechCrunch early on. Just saying. Hint, hint, um, anybody. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're going on the NASDAQ. So that's huge for the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange have had this bitter 
bitter rivalry about tech for the last few years. Actually, NASDAQ did much better than the New York Stock Exchange last year, but for a while, uh, they were neck and neck. And the New York Stock Exchange in general tends to get bigger IPOs, whereas the NASDAQ gets more of the tech IPOs, generally speaking, they're probably going to email me both and like, <laughs> give me stats. And they always are changing the stats designed to <laughs> define what a tech company is. But the point is, this is big news for the NASDAQ, the the stock exchange that um, is really trying to maintain its reputation as a leader for tech IPOs. And that matters because Snap, the first major unicorn offering of last year, went on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. So they won that one out of the gate in 2017. So the Nasdaq getting the win here shifts the tables a bit for the cycle of 2018. Yeah, and I mean they they had they've had quite a few big ones as well. I mean, you know, if you look at the Nasdaq 500, like there's there's so many different companies that are that are Nasdaq listed that are uh, that are tech, but uh, in recent years, the New York Stock Exchange has given them a run for their money. So that's an interesting rivalry. Uh, the ticker is going to be DBX. All right, now we're going to put a pin in that and jump right on the phone with Aaron Levy, founder and CEO of Box. So, so yeah, big. <laughs> Big day in the world of cloud. We saw Dropbox's filing, which we've been talking about for like five years. It's been one of those IPOs for the yeah for the longest time. People were like, "Who's going to go first? Is it Dropbox or Box?" And you guys beat them. Yeah, I, I think we uh, we handily beat them by about uh, about three years. But uh, it's certainly exciting to see them go public. It's uh, um, it was it was cool to see their, uh, their their release. It's always fun. You're in this meeting, and it says Dropbox has one filed in, in your text messages, and you jump out, and that changes the rest of your afternoon. So that's been uh, <laughs> that's been my day so far. You know, we've over the years certainly heard rumors about the numbers and what the business looks like, and it was cool to just kind of see it finally on paper. But um, in general, I think they they built an impressive business. It's um, you know very. Uh, a very strong business model, very strong economics. I think it's very clear what they're focused on and what they're going to be good at. Um, and uh, it, it's a it's a business that is um, very very efficiently optimized for the consumer, professional, teams use case and 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 segment of the market. Obviously, that's a very different segment that we're focused on. We're focused on more mid market to large enterprises. And, and as such, you see very different economics in the business. So, for instance, they have, um, uh, they have uh, a little bit lower retention rates, a little bit lower gross margin, but they, they, have, uh, they have a large number of users and customers, and they're generating a, a lot of cash, which is awesome. So that is, that is in contrast to we have a much more sales-heavy business model, which means that, um, that that eats up more cash, but in return, we end up focusing on much larger businesses. So actually, I think their business – um, uh, on its own, is, is an awesome business, and uh, and it's uh, it, it's it's a very well positioned, I think, for for a great IPO. Yeah, that's right. They have 500 million registered users, but only 11 million paid users. It does seem like though that they're they're encroaching on your territory a little bit. They're trying to shift more to to large enterprises. Actually, specifically, they they mentioned Box in the prospectus. They said we compete with Box on a more limited basis in the cloud storage market for deployments by large enterprises. So. Is that is that bad? Are you concerned about that? Um, I'm not uh, not necessarily concerned. Um, I think that they their market is um, again kind of consumers, teams, small businesses. Uh, we're obviously focused on large enterprises. I think there's a tiny bit of overlap. We occasionally see them in the enterprise, but very very rarely. Um, and I think when you zoom out and you look at the broader landscape, and I think this is even called out in their in their uh, prospectus, but. 
this is a $50 billion market when you add up the storage infrastructure, content management software, document management systems, security tools. All of that spend every year goes into traditional technologies that help companies, whether it's a small business or a large enterprise, manage and secure their information. And so we are both trying to disrupt that in some way. But if you sort of zoom out, there's actually Microsoft, there's Google. So this is a this is certainly a, a, a multiplayer market right now, and, and our job is just to stay squarely focused on the enterprise segment, not deviate from that whatsoever. I, I certainly think that they will continue to, to try and build competitive products or solutions. However, they are certainly uh, going after, I think, a very different segment with 500 million users, 2% paid. Um, it's much more of a consumer and professional and SMB uh, type of orientation that they have. Yeah, they're also going after a very different valuation. They they had a $10 billion valuation uh, leading up to their IPO. So we'll see if they get that. But, you know, do you have any advice for them? Because when you went public, uh, you had some rocky times for a little bit, but your stock has recovered. Uh, any any advice for competitor here? Um, you know, I'm probably not the guy to give IPO advice to people. What I can say is... Um, what I can say is, uh, is you know, being very, very disciplined in how you operate the business uh, and maintaining your culture, making sure that you're focused on the North Star of the company and where you're trying to go over the long run. I think that when you're public, there can always be distractions. It's a volatile market sometimes. There's ups and downs. But, but again, sticking to the mission, being very clear on your culture and your, your organization and what you're trying to build and where you're trying to go, um, and being very good at communicating that. And I think in particular in our market, when I think about the cloud generally and, and this space more specifically, um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, players in the space. There's a lot of noise around different technologies and different vendors. And so it's going to behoove both Box and Dropbox and other companies to make sure that we're very, very clear on which segment of the market we're going to go serve and, and we're going to win. Um, we're, again, very clear that, that we're 100% focused on the enterprise, and, and I think they're going to be going after a little bit of a, a, a different segment. Um, there'll be some overlap here and there, but uh, but I think the space is big enough for at least the two of us. Yeah, and they're comparable. So if they do well, that, that helps your stock do well as well. But thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, Aaron Levy, CEO of Box and also an amazing tweeter. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right, everyone. We want to say a special thanks to our producer, TechCrunch's own Christopher Gates, our executive producer, Henry Pickovet. Thank you to Katie Roof. Thank you to Matthew Lindley. And thank you to you for leaving us that five-star iTunes review. That's Equity. We'll see you all next Friday.